Everybody, what's happening? What's good with you? Hey, guys, Beer Sports, Sean and Brad, back season two, episode 10. We are all over the place. It feels like the last couple of weeks. Uh, I've been in and out. Sean's in and out. You can see he's got some new decor. He's hanging out in a hotel. Uh, the pandemic life is getting to all of us, I think. So, Sean, good morning. How you doing, man? Good afternoon, whatever it is where you are, I guess. Oh, it's definitely afternoon. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're in a hotel trying to sell our house. Um, the show will be happening in Toronto in a couple of uh, months there, Toronto oh. and Whitby Island. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Who knows? To it. Shit. At the, way, the way the market's going, maybe we'll be relocating from everywhere. We'll see how it goes. Who knows? Exactly. That's not probably going to happen. Don't listen to that, Mom. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. You you went to Vegas last week. People probably didn't even realize it until I mentioned it on the podcast. But, uh, you know, with the power of editing, yep. <laughs> we had you on and Ian on last week. Right in. Yeah, the beauty yeah. of technology. Beauty smooth, of technology. Smooth as glass, I tell you. Or smooth as balls, right? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we can thank our sponsors, uh, Flyers Brewery, for always keeping us, at least me, uh, at least with good drink. Wonderful food corner of uh, Midway, or sorry, Whidbey and 20. And uh, Carver, go see them. They're opened up again. Uh, indoor dining, outdoor dining, all your food and beer needs. Flyers Brewery. Thanks for the support, fellas and gals. That's awesome. Yeah, and... Uh... Big shout out to uh, Smooth My Balls. I always feel a little strange saying it, but hey. Uh, All just, the things you feel strange saying, that's the thing. Huh? That's the one. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, too, that for all your manscaping needs, uh, go to www.smoothmyballs.com backslash sports. Use our code guysbeersports to receive 15% off. Yep. Get there. Listen hey, to I, uh, for, the man uh, for the man or woman in your life, you got to get there. Stop buy it for yourself, buy it for a friend. Some boxing rock wit. Oh. It's a fancy. white. Yeah, a fancy, white. Fancy. Hmm. How's it working out for you? Not bad. Oh. Okay. Is that uh, number one on the day, or are we, uh, are we already a couple in? Where are we yeah, I'm still one? Okay. I always like to know where you are on the way in so we can figure out, the, <laughs> figure out the cadence. Still figure out the cadence. Friends. Well, today on the show, uh, all over the place, a bunch of topics. We're going to talk NFL draft, NBA, NHL, UFC fights, whatever else comes up. Uh, we're joined with this friend of the show, Reed, big old New England-based afro when he doesn't want to shave it, bearded Reed. So stay tuned, kids. Yeah. There's our guy. Look at there him right is. there. There he is. It's like he has a halo on, too. There he is. That's what I'm going for. Just jumped off the Peloton, put his hood up, and here we are. Very pious today. Very pious. Love it. Uh, but so there was like, there was a UFC, I guess there was no fans, but still like uh, in the hotel that I stayed in uh, was a bunch of PFL fighters, which was interesting. Yeah. And so like <laughs> those dudes were super, in, like they were crazy. Like the dudes that we saw that were staying in, like, so I stayed uh, in the MGM signature, which is the resort behind the MGM, right? And so they got three towers. And in the, in the tower I said, there was a handful of fighters. But two of the dudes we saw the most was, like, this dude from Holland. 
And then this other dude from France, and they would talk in French, but they would talk to us in English. We saw them a bunch of times on the elevator. And they fought, they were fighting, you know, 205. They're like monsters, monster monsters. Uh, Wait, you got got on an elevator with a couple of 205ers? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, that don't, that don't bother me. You're a bad motherfucker. (laughs) That don't bother me. No, I'm, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Well, I see some, some boys that big. I'm like, I'll wait for the next one. Well, it's the plus side of being my size. It, it's called the survival of the unfittest. Yep. Um, you don't get on an elevator with guys that fit. So yeah, I just I know that their instinct is not to play with like their instinct is to play in the rules because they train so much. So like I'm going groin shot, nose shot, see you later. Like yeah, maybe I'm gonna but do if you're three, not elevator, yeah, you'll see you later. Yeah, yeah, you're doing a mo. <laughs> oh no, there is. There's a hundred percent like it's survival of the fittest for sure. Like I'm I'm smashing one of them in the dick and I'm hitting one of them in the nose with the eyeballs. And then I'm stomping on them as they're on the ground until the door opens and I can run away. Oh yeah. Every time scratching eyes, high knee in, high knee in like a mug, just so they don't grab my ankles and try to give me in submission. I'm just bouncing on them. A little bit of screaming to get some attention your way. Ah! Oh, <laughs> yeah, high pitch screaming. Yeah, Very high pitch. For sure. High pitch screaming. You don't think, I don't think Brad could go falsetto, but no, I'm the the right moment. 100% yelling rape uh, in that moment. <laughs> Hello, hello, rape, hello, rape, rape. <laughs> so we'll usually keep uh, this thing running while we talk, just because sometimes okay. there's some real good one-liners that I get on Sean. For a, yeah, for a cold opener, put into uh, into circulation. Yeah, that aren't episode related. So. <laughs> Trust me, like that whole entire thing. So you're is he psychotic like you? That's going on somewhere. <laughs> yeah. no, I was got that little 15 second blurb out. That works. All right. But not this moment. not this ignorant banter will be will be more professional. Sean will still be in with his hair product with his hand comb in his hair, yeah. trying to get ready for the show. How do you know? <laughs> I just know things, man. That's all that's what I do. That's what I do. I get on elevators with two or five dudes and no shit. That's what my job is. <laughs> but yeah, and- that. Let's talk about that. How about Belichick's affection for pasty white chubby quarterbacks? Dude, it's gross. Like, and he's he smokes an inordinate amount of cigars and everything like that. Like, I know pot kettle. Yeah. But like, um, you know, <laughs> Jesus. Like, I'm not an NFL quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, nope. There's no expectation for me to do anything physical or athletic. Yep. So, My favorite uh, photo that surfaced over draft weekend was of Mac Jones with uh, Tua and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they had one, and it looked like a fan photo. It looked like a fan had caught them in the like funnel. he he didn't belong. <laughs> it's like what the hell is he doing there? But you know that that's part of the kind of mystique. But um, yeah, like the yeah, I'm just looking over the, just the first round. Like a lot of teams did the right thing. Including Washington surprised me too. Yep, they made a bunch of big boy decisions this year, and yeah. I was very impressed to see that. So Riverboat Ron's really turned that culture right. It is bizarre. Like, yeah. it, what a circus that was two, three years ago. And then mm-hmm. the name change thing. You know, Snyder refusing and refusing and refusing and being kind of a kind of a putt about it. And you bring in a guy like Riverboat Ron, Ron Rivera, and it's just now you have an identity. Now you have something to rally behind. And it looks like everyone's towing the line. So, yeah, yeah super fascinating. Yeah. I thought the Bears did well getting up to get Justin Fields. I love that pick more and more. Yeah, I love it. And people were giving him hell for it. Yep. And I don't understand why. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Haters. Up. Wow. 
And they look I think right I think that. Justin Fields is probably the the quarterback of the first round. Yeah, I think so too. Well, out of all the quarterbacks, that's going to be the most successful, you think, or yep. the most impact? I, I think you're yeah. right, too. I mean, he's most athletically gifted. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is probably the most cerebral, but – Why, because he's white? Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, that's an interesting drink there, Reed. What do you got there? Uh, raspberry Sparkler American Sour from uh, Long Time Brewing. I'm Portland, my, man. Well, my wife let me drink her beer as well. <laughs> oh, okay. It's <laughs> good like that, huh? It'll be like that. All right. Fair enough. I'll let, 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 you, let you get one in, you know? <laughs> it looks delicious, though. You know, don't, he, don't he, like, he knew he had something because he couldn't save it to get his later, you know? Like, he could have no. saved that from we were actually rolling and, like, really dove in, but... He, he would have been gone by then. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. know. Adversity, adversity shakes him more than you would expect for the top tier quarterback. Yeah, um, I, I just like with Justin Fields that he's he's going into a situation where the Bears have three quarterbacks now. Yeah. So there's going to be a fight, right? And not not immediately. You know, we kind of have an idea of where they're going to go with that. You know, who's going to be starting? Maybe you have a one A, one B situation, and Justin Fields is clear three, but. Um, he's going to have something to fight for, just like just like college. A lot of these guys that don't have that kind of um, situation where they have to fight for the starting job, like I think we're going to see with a Trevor Lawrence, right? Um, yeah. Well, that's what we saw him at Clemson too, right? He walked in as a freshman. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so if, if he doesn't have yeah. to fight for that position, I, I you see a lot of guys that it just doesn't work out right for him. Yeah, work out right if they just kind of yeah. just the uh, the Matt Nagy the Matt Nagy thing is intriguing to me for Justin Fields because we saw what he was able to do with Pat Mahomes. And I, I think so. that, that that Pat Mahomes Justin Fields comparison is undeniable. I think well, I think the ceiling's probably lower for Fields, but who knows, right? But he's going to get Nagy in a in a full spot just uh, like Mahomes saw, did, and I hope he sits for at least doing a couple this. games. Yep. Who saw Mahomes coming around like this? You know what I mean? Like no one. It's, that's what I mean. Like you're going to see Justin Fields have that same kind of thing, and maybe it's next year, not this year. You know what yeah. we saw with Pat, right? But but I think it'll be an improvement from last year, anyways. Though with Justin Fields on the field, I don't think he'll be on the field. I don't think he'll play. I think I think they'll let the Red Rocket or Red Rifle or whatever his name is play the first season. Red Rocket <laughs> eight first eight games. <laughs> yeah, you, if you got Nick Foles, you get Andy Dalton. Yeah, there's no reason they're playing. No, but that, and again, that 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 behooves Fields better than anything else because Andy Dalton's been a pro for a very long time. Nick Foles has been a pro for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's let, got some big boys. Fields that sit back and watch just the same thing that um, Alex Smith did for Mahomes, right? Just yeah. taught him how to be a pro, taught him how to prepare for the game, let him see it, talk him through it. Like that's what I think we see with Justin Fields, and you know the Bears can do that. They don't need to necessarily start him right away. Uh, so. I mean, I for me, I, that's who I think won the draft. I think is the Bears. I don't know how they did, you know, the rest of their picks or whatever. And they fit, they fit needs and those things. But man, they hit a home run on eight. Yep. Oh yeah, I'm I'm also there looking at Atlanta and their statement because basically their statement is is uh, they still have a lot of uh, faith in Matt Ryan in order to go for a tight end that high up, right? They just yeah. see the situation with. Uh... And Aaron Rodgers, and they're just like Matt Ryan could turn into a real bitchy queen real fast. And they're like, we don't, we don't want any of that smoke right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> Too early. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he's our guy. He's number one. Number two is number one. Uh, my favorite uh, tweet of the week said that uh, Jeopardy should invite Jordan Love onto post Jeopardy just to blow his mind up. I saw that. That's brutal. So, I mean, like uh, the murmurs that, you know, since you brought up Atlanta, there's a lot of uh, trade Julio Jones talk kicking around there. Um, I, I don't know what's going on in Atlanta, um, but I don't particularly like it either. I don't like anything that's going on down there right now. So I think, uh, you know, Julio is towards the he's, – he's about to start heading into the twilight of his career, right? Yeah. You know, maybe go, let him go somewhere where he has a real shot to win. I think saying. they're delusional in Atlanta, and they think they have a shot to win. I think that's, that's why it. they kept that core together. I think they think they got Ridley and uh, on the outside with Julio and that Matt Ryan can still throw it, and that's why they got Pitts, and they think they can get there. Yeah, I think they're alone in that, but they think I think they think that. Why else would you draft the way they drafted if you didn't think it was still open? I know. Yeah. 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 That's with all the wide receivers that was available there too. And and all the quarterbacks and yeah. Well, uh, yeah. You wonder if they heard, if they had any offers to pick at four, knowing that there was two quarterbacks left on the board at that point. But. There's uh, too many, there's too many holes in Atlanta though. I I think it's not, a one player fix and then a few signings. This no, is- but they, but whether that draft, they feel like they were able to be a player away. So. Yeah. Super mm-hmm. fascinating. So, I mean, uh, the other biggest loser from the draft was Zach Wilson and his entire family. That how, how is a man that young have plastic surgery already? And they all got the same exact face sewn yeah. on. Did you see that whole family? It was yeah. bizarre. It was like they cloned. Yeah. Well, like, Crazy, and they they all had that like was you that Latter Day Saint smile. <laughs> I flew out of Utah two weeks ago, and uh, the whole airport staff looked like that. So I think it's a sum in the water. Oh man, it was it was, it was very upsetting to see. I was like, what's it was a little off, and I was just like, yeah. So it's funny what you said earlier there, Brad. About this is the time now when everything is like happening in sports. So NFL, the draft happened. Yeah, NHL, we're getting really close to the postseason. And seeing all this Tom Wilson shenanigans and. Oh, you mean just regular old hockey? (laughs) That ain't regular old hockey, man. It should be. Tom Wilson. Well, that game. Tom. Tom. Absolutely. That was that was regular old time hockey. That is some frontier justice is what happened there. Listen, crying because your guy got pulled down and hurt is just completely. He was slew footed. He it, was, him. it was it was a dick move, and and frankly, Tom Wilson just because of the history alone, you yes. know, of suspensions, he probably should have got a suspension for it. Absolutely. But they they fought to not have that. That's yeah. in their CBA. There's no. It has to be for the same event, and it's not the same event. Like, I, I get the it. Guy is the guy a detriment out there? So okay, so you crash into the goaltender accidentally. So he goes in there. The fr- this is the first incident, and he freaking well is hitting this guy that is defenseless. He's smacking them. You saw that. Listen, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Don't get into a fight and then claim to be defenseless when you got your ass kicked. He was defenseless. He was on the ground. He he dove in, though. But listen, he he actively jumped in there. He wasn't just an innocent bystander. No, no, no. You're talking about the second night. You're talking about Panarin when Panarin jumped him. 
on the second yeah. night. Jump Tom Wilson. I'm talking about the guy that got his face bashed in the ice from behind when he was laying on the ground defenseless. That guy entered into that scrum trying to defend somebody and got got. You're not defenseless. You fell down. You shouldn't have put your nose in there. You weren't able to go in there and slide your knees like a grown-up and start throwing punches. <laughs> You're not defenseless. You shouldn't be there. Tom Wilson's a beast, okay? And then Tom yeah. Wilson. Then- Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson is a professional at yes. violence, not hockey. Yeah. Violence. Oh, yes. it's true. You saw him there after Panera. There, there, there's there's some hockey. There's some hockey sprinkled into his violence. That's like you cannot get it twisted with a guy like Tom Wilson. No. So, yeah. You know what? Tom Wilson is loved by most players, especially his 100%. teammates. Yeah. If you oh, play, took a survey and they said, would you want Tom Wilson on your team? And it was resoundingly yes. Yeah. I you agree like playing that. against him resoundingly no. Yeah. But I got to be I got to be honest with you, though, Reed and Brad, is that I was actually shocked with the New York Rangers responding the way that they did. I mean, the New York Rangers didn't the New York Rangers didn't respond like that. James Dolan responded yeah. like that. Still, when you say the New York Rangers, you're talking about the coach and the GM. I'm talking right? about I'm talking about the hundred minutes of penalty minutes in the first period. Oh, that that whole oh. shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, that was yeah. I, I was, the I Rangers. Was yeah. <laughs> I was happy that they came and they did that. Okay, that was cool. The thing is, though, is that right now that GM should be looking at their team He's and going, fired. "We don't have yeah because we don't have a player that can stand up to a guy like Tom Wilson." Or he already got he already got fired. Probably yeah. probably for the wrong reason though. Um, yeah. But yeah, James Dolan came out after the Tom Wilson thing. Did you read that that statement from the yeah. on the official graphics? <laughs> like that'd be like sending your mistress like uh, a credit card number like that on like you know your official letterhead. You're just like, hey, uh, oh, oh, someone came on the back of a Christmas card. It's like, hey, sweetheart, here's, uh, it, uh, here's so the credit card. I'll see, number. I'll see you in room four or three. Get yourself a little something nice, you know. It's like Jesus. It, what talking about showing your ass, man? Like and. I, Again, this is coming from a guy who owned if, – if I owned an NHL team, especially an original six, especially the Rangers, I'd be a loud motherfucker. I get it. I get it, Dolan. But how can you fire your coach, fire your GM, and then, you know, have this whole thing with the, the Twitter tirade and, and talking all that shit? Like, you could, you could sit there and say, we regretfully uh, – you know, uh, we think it was a, a bad call by the head of player safety. Yeah. Right. But to call out George Paris directly and say he should lose his fucking job. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Ah. But that was emotion. But, dude, you've got so you've got people in your way to make sure that that emotion doesn't come out. It's, you surround it's emotion, like but it's also just such a lack of emotional intelligence because he doesn't know the rules. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they, emotion's not an excuse. Yeah, no, that guy, the, the director of safety did exactly what he was allowed to do. He gave him the maximum penalty he could under the CBA. Yeah. Period. But again, that's, that's the, 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 the announce of it. The head of player safety is George friggin' Paros. Yeah. I, I, that seems to be lost on everybody. You're talking about the gooniest goon probably of all time. Yes. Yeah. And a guy, a, guy who, a guy who graduated from fucking Princeton. Yeah. Okay. So not only is he the toughest, scariest guy in the room, he's also the smartest. Yeah. So Dolan shut yeah, the he fuck started, up. He started the Movember in hockey there too. Yeah, he's yeah. just uh, as as we say in hockey, a good guy, right? Just all around just, good guy. All around good guy. Throw, you don't want to throw fisticuffs with him either. It's like you know. Oh, I would. I would just for the story. I'm you know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna complete 180 on our conversation earlier. If I, if I get on a level with George Paros. I'm pulling his shirt. Oh, I'm trying to pull his shirt over his head, and I'm just gonna start throwing uppercuts. And he's gonna beat the unholy hell of me. Probably scrape my face against all the elevator buttons. You're just gonna. Uh, you're just gonna give him the old Bob Barker. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> you punching him? I'm going to have a golf glove on, too, probably. You know, but like last week, everybody was talking about Wayne Simmons fighting uh, Alex Adler. No one was talking about Wayne Simmons and Alex that's, Adler. No, you're incorrect. No that's one was. because you're dude, so American. You're so in tune to that. Dude, everyone, going to ESPN, everyone's talking about the Rangers shit. No one was talking yeah, about week, Adler. And, this week, this week. Oh, is last that. week. Last week also. No one was talking about it. No, no one was talking about it. Incorrect. Incorrect. Okay. Incorrect. But you know what? You know what it has done? It's my favorite thing is he has no access to American sports at all. He's like, you Americans are talking about. (laughs) You don't know. Right now, though, this whole entire playoffs coming up, it's left a a wonderful taste in my mouth right now of just ooh, (laughs) of just like the what's his name going to come out? It's 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 awesome. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for the playoffs. What are you, what are you chuckling about over there, Brad? <laughs> you just completely just were just hey, right yeah. over what Reed said. It was he'll, amazing. He'll, he'll listen to it later and hear it. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh, no. <laughs> Don't you dare edit that out, you son of a gun. violence. What's wrong with violence? You'll hear it later. say violence at all. I did too. I said violence. I don't know what you, you guys are thinking. You did. Reed did not. Reed said something else. Over oh, I didn't hear what Reed said. Yeah, we know. It was clear clear. later. Clearly, <laughs> clearly did not know. I haven't been outside in a year. Brad got, all upset. Brad got all upset there this week because he's trying to talk about Tom Wilson and everything. And like, yeah, Reed and I have been talking about it on a different uh, chat. And like, yeah. Brad's like what? <laughs> we, yeah, Brad. By the way, we had a, we had a chat for a, a fantasy hockey league yeah. that my buddy Kuna, who you got to have Kuna on. He's Sean. Sean knows him only through Facebook Messenger. He's one of the biggest degenerates of all time. <laughs> He's just an absolute animal. And uh, he turned it. He changed the name of the chat. What is he? What is it called? The first layer. <laughs> the first layer. It's like. I, I remember just I, I remember scrolling through the chats and I had it muted a while ago and I saw Lucy was there. I was like, did I get drunk and uh, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I go in there, I'm like, why is Valencourt here? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a fantasy hockey chat that turned into uh, when the league ended, just a, a, a complete cesspool. It's pretty bad, but <laughs> the hockey talk is still good. The hockey talk is still good. So yeah, Kuna, Kuna will occasionally engage us in these conversations about hockey. And, uh, you know, because he knows Valancourt can't help himself. He knows it's like cat. Now. <laughs> yep. What do you think yep. of uh, what do you think of uh, the Golden Knights there over there? Like when you were over there in Vegas, were people talking about the Golden Knights? Were... Uh, no, I mean, that we were there a day of a game and like the stadium was, I mean, they were all around the stadium was dead. And I mean, it was, just, it was surreal to be there uh, yeah. because it wasn't like typical Vegas, you know? Right. So. Yeah, because usually, like the good thing about ha- having the Golden Knights there is, even if you're not a hockey fan, you're you've probably been staying up a couple of days. You've probably been day drinking, probably doing some coke. Yep. A hockey game sounds like a real good prospect. Oh yeah. And I'm sure they're comping tickets for that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so you just like have. Yeah, we went you know, the last time we were there. Uh, it was that way. It was just, it was cool. You could just tell there was a game right at the MGM Park. Like the whole place was packed full of fans, and it was a good yeah. it was a good time for sure. This time, uh, not as much. But. Yeah, I think it's just a good business decision in the first place to bring hockey to the desert like that. Because, yeah, again, you just get people looking for shit to do when you're in Vegas. Well, that, yeah, that's like, I think that's how it's going to be for the Raiders games too, right? You're going to yeah. have it's going to be similar to what you saw when the Chargers went to LA when there was a disparity. Yep. Like the fans were split 50-50. There wasn't as many home team home fans. Yeah, you're yep. gonna find that in Vegas too. I, I I'd be surprised if it was you know fifteen percent to eighty five percent 
you know, yep. out of towners because right. Yeah, I'm gonna roll in there, not giving a fuck about the Raiders. Oh know? yeah, I, I, listen. The next time I go during football <laughs> season, I'm gonna go to a game, even if it's not my team playing. Yeah, and I'm 100%. going to go. I'll be down there when Seattle plays there for you know once every four years. Like that's that's a gimme. Yeah, because I guarantee I guarantee you they're probably gonna have the best fan experience in the league. Yeah, how can you not? It's so great, right? Like where that stadium sits in comparison to the strip and all those things. Like, man, you're not you're not gonna have a bad time in in Vegas watching football. All right, I wanted to switch over to uh, NBA. Just real quick, man. Think about a Monday night game in Vegas. Oh, roll in on Saturday, right? You get Saturday and Sunday in the sports book, betting college and pro football. Yeah, Monday you're just day drinking. Monday night you're in the you're in the, the stadium watching a football game. Oh, Brad, man, say. you get me get me all worked up over Let's here. Go. <laughs> say when. Okay. Say when. Gonna, I will just find out when uh, when the season when the schedule comes out. Let's see when if Oakland's got or Vegas has a uh, Monday night football game. Let's see what's what. I won't even tell my people here where I'm going. I'll, I'll just be uh, I'll just be at the airport. Yeah, it'll be a surprise. I'm just like bye. Surprised. Everyone's gonna be surprised. Well, Brad, I've never, I've never seen you so jealous there on, uh, on, on Messenger. There. Oh, you haven't seen anything yet. Just wait till I get my, my comeback. <laughs> well, I don't, I, you know, frankly, I don't even give a shit if Brad's upset because I'm upset because he went to Vegas without, like, I'm Mr. Vegas. Pretty messed up. There's like Steve Wynn and then Reed Homer. It's crazy. I, I did see your sign there and on the Walk of Hollywood thing. Was yeah, I had a couple. I had a couple. I'm, I'm, I have a plaque in the M&M store. Okay, you got a. Uh, it's not even a plaque anymore. A life size figurine of you. I took a picture of it. I sent you that. I, I know Sean will see it and he'll say, "Oh, that's just the yellow peanut M M&M, and M because he's a hater." Yep. But the resemblance is uncanny, yes. Sean. The hair, the hair is a dead giveaway. That's dead giveaway. Thing. Dead giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. I wanted. To, I wanted to head over to the NBA since the playoffs are about to start over there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Zion Williamson. Uh, who was it that made that comment? I don't know if it was a coach or the GM because he's out for the season now. Oh, boy. And they were talking about. Wow. He's out indefinitely. Yeah. They're talking about how the refs have been basically not calling the same stuff when he's playing because he's a big boy. So they will call that hack a shack, you know, stuff like that. They'd be getting they'd be, they'd be taking liberties with Zion Williamson, some of these yeah. players. He's six seven, two hundred eighty four pounds. He's also young. This is a this is a rite of passage. Yeah, yeah. he'll get those calls later in his career. He's not going to get him this year. Yeah, he's getting jumped. Year. It's like getting jumped in. You, you got to pay your dues. I don't have a problem with it. You he's know. got a certain taste in his mouth, Sean. If you know what we're picking up early. <laughs> <laughs> I would regret saying that. I might. <laughs> yeah, are you going to regret saying it the eight times so far? Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, is is he is he like complaining about it at all, or is it other people just kind of complaining about no, it? And I'm, yeah, like other people come out there and say he hasn't said boo about it, right? Like he's yeah, yeah. I, I just hate when people do that to a young player like this, where you know he won't say shit. Uh, you know, he's not like a like in a Crosby situation where he's very vocal about stuff and very critical of stuff. Like you yeah. know, he might not be saying shit, but other people are kind of in his defense saying some stuff because that that just blows back on him terribly because then everyone starts calling him a bitch. And it's like, well, obviously not to his face, because the guy's he's like one of the freakiest looking athletes I've ever seen in my life. It looks he's got like those Dwight Howard arms. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he's he's a big, big man, you know. He's man, he's he's a lot of uh Charles Barkley. Yeah. Yep. But now the Pelicans, though, their playoff situation that looks dismal. 
Well, they were done. I don't. I don't think they were going to get in anyway. Yeah, they, they didn't have a chance to play in. No, no, they're not good enough. So when, he, not, when Zion Williamson think. holds the basketball, it looks like he's holding the freaking baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a pitcher about to wind up. Sometimes. Oh my god! All right, I'm going to close this. This is. But cool. all these people, like like uh, Davis and LeBron James, all the people, just injury, 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 is coming up right now. Lakers are down in seventh spot. Are the, is the NBA practicing, or are they in a posture like the NHL where they're not practicing? I don't, I don't think that they're practicing. They've got shoot arounds, yeah, uh, and those kinds of things. But I mean, just the compressed schedule. They try to get away from like a lot of travel, but a lot of the back to backs they would bring in. Uh, you'd play the same team on a back to back at home, and then send them out. I think. Yeah, I mean, like they compress. They compress too much into the season. Uh, that's that's kind of what it feels like. And I also that, that think that load right. management is backfiring on a couple of, of NBA teams. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they can't load load manage like they could in previous years, and they couldn't adapt to it. Well, especially so when the NBA is already talking about finding finding teams. If they, yeah, you don't play this, you yeah. don't play this superstar in this TNT Sunday night game, we're going to find you. And it's just like, what? What's the is that? A, is that an actual conversation that was had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like apparently the the league said that for special TV appearances, like like for TV games that are like Sunday night games or whatever. Like Prime that, time, yeah. They, the team would get fined if you were to sit your superstars, right? So if the guy needs a rest, like, like yeah. you're going to get fined. Yeah. Uh, they would just pay it. What's 50 grand? Well, yeah, that, yeah, I, I, yeah. What's what's the fine is the next question. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's are not, we talking five million or are we talking five thousand or fifty thousand? It's like fifty grand or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, like, that's you know. that's pocket lint. Yeah. You know what pisses me off right now though, Reed, is that we're talking about we just jumped over to NBA. This is my fault. We didn't even talk about Connor Mc, Connor McDavid. We we can we can slide back to that. Let's finish <laughs> up this NBA talk because yeah, it's here's what's fascinating to me is that in the NBA you've got uh this playing scenario. So you guys understand the playing scenario, how it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it looks like now the Lakers are going to be one of those teams that has to play in, which is fascinating because you yeah. might have a scenario where at one team is hot and just bounces the Lakers and the Lakers don't make the playoffs. That's it. Yeah. But, and obviously they've been hurt and all those things. Right. But if you can't win one game with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, like, yeah, you man, don't deserve to be there. anyway. Yeah. It's terrible. And then Boston is also going to be maybe in that playing game the way it's going now. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really surprised with the Celtics. Like, like Chicago's trying to make a run. The Raptors, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, they yeah. lost a lot of talent. Well, you know what's interesting to me about the Celtics is that there had to be more smoke with that Brad Stevens deal than what was led on. Because, listen, you don't get a contract to you unless you've had a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that whatever I mean, five or six year deal for seventy million dollars that they offered, that wasn't just them calling him up and hey Brad, how you like Boston? Hey man, we've got this contract for you. You know what I mean? So like I feel like he lost maybe some of the locker room when that came out because that seems to be about when the slide started to happen for Boston. You know, that's, that's more out, more of the psychology type things. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, we tried to come out and say he wasn't that way and all those things, but <clears> I really feel like uh, maybe they got in his way a little bit. You got to be so careful when you're in one of those positions because, like, the whole losing a room thing yeah. is every sport you see it. When it happens, it's irreversible. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's gross. Like, I, I don't think I can't think of anyone successfully turning something like that around and having any you know 
any any kind of long term success after that with the same organization. No, it, it is no, it is upsetting to see. In any sport, and I think in baseball yeah. for sure, like or basketball for sure, you got you know fourteen guys, right? Yeah. You lose one of them, you lose a superstar. Yeah, you're you're hurting. See ya. Yeah. 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 Hockey, I think, is probably the next one, um, just yep. in terms of roster size. Then, yep. then you get baseball, then you get football, where it's like, uh, yeah, you know, it's it, baseball is such a slow burn. It's not as as dynamic as uh, the other three, but um, yeah. you know, it's. You got time. That's you got crazy. time in baseball in order to make up some, you know, some move. Uh, if you, you have could, to. Baseball, you can stink for. Everyone's looking at the the Red Sox and the Yankees right now, and everyone's talking shit. And I'm just like, talk to me in July. Yep. Because the Yankees have done this shit August. over and over and over again. End of July, mid mid to late July. Let's see what happens after Fourth of July. Yeah. See where the Yankees are at because they, they they're not going to just lay down for a fucking season. No. They don't no. do that shit. No. No, Steinbrenner would come back from the grave as a fucking zombie All right. and eat Cashman's fucking you know, dick. It would be terrible. <laughs> All right, listen, I did want to touch on this here because I'm very embarrassed of myself. Connor McGregor or David? Connor McDavid. McDavid. Connor McDavid. You got your Connor. Dude, dude. What did you Connor do? McDavid is about to hit 100 points in 50. Maybe. maybe. He, he's only like, uh, what, he got three points the other night. So he's at Maybe. four points away. Four points. How many points away? Four from a hundred points in fifty. With how many games left? What four? Four games? Three games? Ooh. He can go real cold. He can get hurt. He can. They, they got they got the playoffs to worry about. You know what I mean? Like yes. he might fall he down and get them. out for the rest of the year and blame Tom Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they've been, they've been, thank God they don't have to deal with a guy like Tom Wilson, which is why the North Division is such a, a pussy division. But um, back to you, Sean. <laughs> the North Division. You're saying? Whatever, buddy. Listen, Austin Matthews about to get 40 goals. He, he has 40 goals. 40 goals. How did you get to Austin Matthews? You can't do that, Sean. You can't talk about two. Shut, shut up for a second. Are your, shut up for a second. No, no, no. Right no. now in the NHL. No, no, dude. And I know it. Dude, you shut know up it, for a second. You sound like a moron. You can't sit there and, and talk about McDavid about to do something that guys like Lemieux, Gretzky, Gretzky. didn't even do. Gretzky didn't even do it as, as fast as this. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's crazy. Like, when you look at the when you look at the list of people, Lemieux's done it like, what, three or four times? Gretzky's done it once? Gretzky, yeah, he's done it once. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, Yager did it. Um who else? What's that list? I saw the list. Yager, Yager and, and Lemieux were line mates. Let's not forget that. Oh, so we're going to start adding some asterisks to this stuff? Oh, I didn't even like asterisks. Forget that. Don't they qualify, were Sean. That, that makes it even more impressive. You get two guys getting 100 points. Where's Drysidle at? Is he going to get 100 points? No, he's not even close to that. All right, then stop it. Yager is going to still win championships in his 40s. Yeah. yeah, 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 and he's he's still out there just just chasing tail like a like a mug. It's brutal. Well, he got rid of the mullet, so <laughs> that that's actually he lost points for that yeah. one. Should have kept it. Should have kept it. Hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. We're talking about a once in a lifetime hockey player right now. You you jokers. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out too. Both you jokers say like Sidney Crosby. Like Sidney Crosby is such the past. 
Such the past. Sean, you maniac. Sidney Crosby is still incredibly relevant in the he's league right now. Super relevant. Are you kidding me? Connor McDavid. That is the best he's hockey player He's super relevant, but he's in the past. Just, he is. just go sit quietly Connor in the corner McDavid for a minute. Come back in a second. Don, you're out of your fucking mind. There is, there is. Okay. Are you done? Anyways. Anyways. Josh <laughs> Allen is a very good quarterback who struggles with accuracy <laughs> problems. <laughs> And then Stefan Diggs shows up out of nowhere yep. and all his problems are solved. Yep. But yeah, his IQ jumped through the roof. Yep. Is yep. is is IQ code for Stefan friggin' Diggs? It's his nickname. That's what Josh Allen calls uh, Stefan Diggs is IQ. Football IQ. IQ. Yep. <laughs> Big, uh, uh, bigger uh, bonus. Yep. Um, but dude, like this is this is a weird season. And I and I know I know I know I keep saying this, but you have to drive this yeah, shit home right now. You got to drive it home, dude. You you've got seven teams in your division yeah. for the entire fucking season. That's right. We have that's Kerry only Price. seven teams. We have Carey Price. We have Connor Hellebuck. Look at those goaltenders. That's not like some slouches for goaltenders. Two goaltenders. Yeah, out of, but you play them over and over again. That's the thing, man. That's what makes series so good too. So you can this is the thing. Everybody, yeah. every team is going through the exact same thing. But the, the whole thing, not, not, no, 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 there's eight, there's eight teams in every other division except the North division. Oh. And if you're going to tell me that, that, eight, that, eight, that eighth team doesn't make a difference. Just look at how many times the North division is playing each other. How many times that the East division is playing each other. Mm-hmm. And then you want to, you want to talk about like, um, like variance and parity. And then you get psychopaths like Tom Wilson floating around there. Brad Martian. You don't have any of that nonsense up there in the North division. You guys play. It's a, you guys have always played a different brand of hockey. Plain and simple. Good for yeah. good and bad. You guys have always played a different brand of hockey. That North Division is all hair product and no mouth guards. Oh my! <laughs> Yo, this is. I just can't wait. I can't wait for this season. I can't wait for the postseason. Uh, I wish you guys would Sean, give Connor McDavid the respect that he deserves. We hundred percent. No one's disrespected him. No one's disrespected. Such disrespect. Oh, oh my God! We're what anointing him with a hundred goals when he hasn't scored yet. We're just wow. saying maybe there's a reason to pause and not anoint him already. Yeah, why? Why are you acting like we shot a Canadian goose or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, you know, we, he was taking shots at Canadian goose. Oh wait, is that Grey Goose? Wait, hold on, Grey hold Goose. On. <laughs> That's a French product, not a French Canadian product. I think. Well, I think they're one and the same. I can't smell the difference. Yeah. Uh, the flavor in my mouth after drinking both of us is the same. It's the same. It's the, it's the same flavor in my mouth. Yeah, um, yeah Sean, you, you 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 were all high and mighty on the, the Raptors at the beginning of the season. Here you are on this episode sitting there like, oh, we all knew it wouldn't work oh, out. Yeah. We, we were up against it. We had all the things. Uh, cards were stacked against us. So I want I want. I to knew just, Kyle Lauer was trash at the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was a completely different conversation earlier. And you should not be pumping the tires of a guy who's probably going to knock you out of the playoffs. It's a good, it's a good chance. It's a good chance. It's a surety if you get it past the first round. Yeah, uh, we get we get past the first round. Okay, it's not even a problem. We're going I don't think. I, I think. I think you're fucking that's high. The, if you think that's, that's a the sure thing, we deserve as Leafs fans is the Habs and the and the Leafs in the first round. We deserve it. I don't want to see one. The Habs are they, they are a different team in the playoffs. They've Absolutely. always had always have been. We all know that, but they only won one game against the Leafs so far this season. I like. I like. Uh, what do we talk about next? Uh, UFC. Let's just move so on. So far this season. <laughs> Let's just move on here because uh, I don't think anyone wants to hear any more of this, this nonsense. Ugh, Americans don't want to hear it. But, you know, the Canadians are sitting there thinking to myself, come on, man. You guys have been there going about Sidney Crosby, Sidney Crosby. Freaking Who's well, a Canadian? He is a Canadian. 
Who's done Con- it at a high level for a long time. But Connor McDavid is, still is very, the very That is the best player in hockey today. I John, just you Sean, guys say it. I just want you guys say it. Sean. We, again, right now, today, Connor McDavid is the best in the league, right? Today. Thank you. But if you look at who the best player has been and probably will continue to be going on. Wayne Gretzky. Okay. Well, I'm not going to have that discussion because Wayne Gretzky you played. You know what Dustin Johnson does the way Gretzky so started? Oh, God. Poor Paulina. <laughs> I've seen DJ off the tee box. It is violent. Okay. <laughs> I've seen him swing before, bro. Yep. And uh, mm. we've all seen the swing. It is violent. the the heads the the head speed velocity. Yep. Yep. It's a double entendre. You can yep. apply that formula Listen, all over. DJ's all got over a better slap shot than his father-in-law. That's all you need to know, oh, dude. Hundred percent. We need to know. I would love to be at Thanksgiving at that house. Yeah. Hey, do we have a do we have a wife question of the week before we go over to UFC. No, we don't. Let's talk about UFC first. What We're the hell is a wife yet. question of the week? I have a wife question of the week. Are you the wife in this situation? You just make no, no, no. I did not hear Joanna provide this question. <laughs> she provided it. So <laughs> she, she just walked in and told me. So okay, all right. So she told me that. if sports were to end tomorrow, what are you watching? War. We're going to war. We're going to war with everybody. <laughs> we're going to fucking war with everybody. Biden's in office right now, and if sports ended, he got rid of menthol cigarettes. <laughs> Everyone's going to fucking war. We're going to kill everybody. Dude, it's going to be the Middle Ages. The, 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 the medieval times they didn't have sports. They had jousting, which was just still combat. Just pure combat. We're just going to war. Quite simple. Got to find a competition somewhere. <laughs> that's why we do sports. That's, what, that's why football yep. came to prominence. Peacetime. We didn't know what the fuck to do with our aggression. Yep. I don't know what to do with my aggression half the time. You think if like, you think if like if, if baseball was invented today, do you think people would watch it? Nope. No, neither. No, but so much of baseball is tradition, history. Yep. You know, it's, it's, too like, slow. it's American, you know. Yeah. But like, you know, when Americans complain about soccer or the zeros call it football, and they want they'll go and sit at a baseball game for 19 fucking hours. <laughs> That's frankly, I'd, I'd rather watch soccer than a baseball game yeah. half the time. I, I like know. that about a baseball game, though, is you can take a nap and then wake <laughs> up. It's like, oh, well, maybe, maybe with someday when I'm 65, um, I'll, I'll appreciate that sentiment. But <laughs> who's trying now? It's, it's beautiful. Oh, okay, I love, I love napping to a baseball game in my house. I will yes. say that it is, it is good sleeping. Three UFC tonight. Michelle Watterson's heading it again. Karate hottie. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't get a title shot already. I thought uh, after that Angela Hill fight that she definitely deserved it. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm sold on that one. This is this is a card that I really don't give a shit about. Although I, I like everybody on the card. I like Amanda. Yeah, Donald Cerrone and Alex Morono. I love Gregory Gillespie. I think he's really exciting. He He lost that one fight and suddenly like he wasn't perfect. He's not a terribly exciting guy to watch. The second he wasn't perfect anymore, I was just kind of like, eh. Um, Maurice Green's awesome. Uh, yeah, this heavyweight fight, Mo Green and uh, Marcos Reggio de Lima is probably the best fight on the card. The Neil Magny. To, that's the reason to tune in for sure. Yeah, yeah I think. What yeah. about uh, Phil are, Haas and anyway. Kyle Dacus there uh, in the uh, main event of the uh, prelims? That looks good. Oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm talking about that. Yeah, Phil Haas and Kyle Dacus are the, the two bad motherfuckers. 
So that that's that's an exciting fight. I love the guy that uh, the welterweight there because um, I, I looked at this card earlier and I was like Christina Aguilera. That's a good name for a male, yeah. and it's Christian Aguilera. Very close. Same, and then same. Amanda same, Rebus same. against Angela Hill. That's going to be a good fight. Great fight. Angela Hill's always a great fight. Amanda Hebus is always a great fight. Yeah, but you know I don't want to see Cerrone lose anymore. I know. It's very man. difficult. I I hate watching him lose. I really do. And dude, it's brutal because I have to sit here and listen to this guy talk shit to him, and then you know Cerrone's Cerrone, so he's going to talk shit back, and it's just like, dude, you're just going to go in there and knock Cerrone out. Just shut up. Just yeah. just pay the pay the man his respect. Like the guy's got more fights than God. You know, like it, hey, it's an honor to fight a guy like Cerrone. Yep. Yeah, done. He's been getting knocked out left and right, so. <laughs> Fuck you! You don't need to sell a Cerrone fight. It's it's really hard. So, and this was you know. supposed to be the San Hagen Dillashaw fight, eh? Originally. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, for the main, I I don't think Karate Hottie has it. Frankly, she, she you know she'll she'll put together a string of wins, and we've seen this before. She'll put together a string of wins, and then it just doesn't work out for her when it matters. And uh, this Marina Rodriguez chick is. A BMF. Yeah. BMF. But I thought I thought that Angela Hill was gonna take her to the woodshed, you know, when they fought. Yeah, of course. And Angela Hill's at that point in her career where, you know, Angela Hill hasn't lost that many fights. You know, like it no. wasn't like uh it was just a bad timed one. And it is what it is. Angela Hill is always gonna be Angela Hill. Angela Hill doesn't have to win fights to put butts in seats and sell tickets. Yeah, but she's, she's, she's you know, gotta but go after on. that main event, they put her on the prelim. And now she's like the first on the main card. It's like really it's tough. It's tough being a black woman in America. What are you I'm gonna telling do you, you lose one fight, and then the next thing you know, and it wasn't even that. Like it was a decision. It was she didn't get knocked out. She nope. didn't get anything like that. But I, again, I, I again, I, I, I do not feel bad for Angela Hill at all. She, she's got what she's one of the biggest you know followers on social media. She's funny as all fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, she's done Rogan. She sells merchandise like a motherfucker. Like she's not beholden to the UFC at all whatsoever. She's at the point now where she could she could do stand up fucking goddamn comedy right now if she wanted to, and she would just kill it. Like she's got a, so much going on, so much potential. I don't feel bad for Angela Hill at all. No, this is just got, this is she's a step. Got some real juice. Yeah, this is a stepping stone. She's mm-hmm. going to be doing something bigger than this at some point. So good uh, for her. You know what I forgot about this Cerrone fight is that it was supposed to be against it was supposed to be against uh, Diego. Diego Sanchez, dude, yeah. that's so hard. I want to see that. I want to see that fight. I hope that fight still gets. Did off you see that video? Did you see that video of Diego um, responding to Dana White? No. Uh, it was. I'll. I'll. I'll link it in the. Okay. Send it, it over. Diego should not be fighting the UFC or any organization for that matter at this point. Why do you um, say that? What did he, he do? He's. He's always been an odd duck. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's getting um, it's getting kind of upsetting at this point now. Where you're, you're you're seeing the stuff he's saying, the look on his face, the mannerisms of this video. And again, it was one video that I saw, but we're seeing a pattern of behavior now at this point yeah, where yeah. it's just like Dana saved Chuck Liddell's life yeah. by saying, "Dude, you're done." Yeah, plain yeah. and simple. Because yeah. Chuck Liddell would have died in the fucking cage. Diego Sanchez is the same deal. Like he is an absolute warrior. He has nothing else to live for in his mind. I think he's got a lot more to live for, but in his mind, he, this is what he does, and it's it's so heartbreaking to see. And I think Dana did him a service, uh, you know, taking him out of these fights and, right. and 
probably never letting him fight in the UFC again. Yeah. And probably doing everything in his power to make sure that anybody that allows Diego to fight won't do business with the UFC. Yeah. So, because Diego's a special dude. It just, dude, he's got that, that kid with Down syndrome in his camp there. That he go, he, I think he's fought him like five times in yeah. big, big cards in New Mexico and lets the kid whoop his ass every time. And, you know, same thing at grappling events and stuff like that. Like, he, he's such a good dude, such a great human being. And it's like, love watching him fight. He's a monster, but I'm not liking what I'm seeing right now. I've seen this too many times where you're just like, that guy's tapped. You know, next thing you know, there's going to be a standoff with the police or some shit like that. It's just right around oh. the corner. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it looks it looks like, you know, you think about New Mexico, dude. I think they're like a constitutional carry state or some shit like that. Um, you know, you're just like, Ugh, this could go really bad, really bad for a really great guy. So wow. no more punches in the head, Diego. We love you. For the love of fucking God, stop doing it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll share that video with you that I saw that it put the fear of God in me because yeah. I was like, that could happen to anybody. You get punched too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Michael Chandler fight there next weekend. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, and we kind of touched on this uh, last time we talked, uh, Sean. Um, you know, you, I think you had some concerns over Michael Chandler's popularity. I kind of wanted to get Brad's take on that. Yeah. So uh, uh, suddenly like Sean, Sean didn't like how Michael Chandler is already fighting for a title. I mean, the event. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, I guess it's not. It's not surprising given your stance on fighting and hockey either. You just don't like real fighters. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that they chirp each other. The next thing you know, you think the fights are fixed. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not saying they're fixed. I'm just saying you don't like the fights. You feel like the guy that like waited in and the guy's ass kick was defenseless, and he was not. He shouldn't have been at the beginning. He was defenseless. He was no. on the ground. He was the hands were pinned. It's defenseless. No. He jumped in. He jumped into it. He's just as culpable as everybody else. That's the move. If you don't want to get punched in the back of the head, don't go fight. Listen, Tom Wilson's a beast. We're getting back to this again. Uh, I love it. You know, Sean Stipe Miocic walked in there. He was defenseless. He was in a he was in a bad position. He was defenseless. He shouldn't have gave him two <laughs> two pieces and a biscuit. He was defenseless. <laughs> he was defenseless. There was a minute left in the round. What was up? What do you want from me? There's a minute left in the round. That's gentlemen's agreement. They don't fight in the minute left in the round. Dude, his his hands were on the ground like this, and Tom was. I don't disagree Shut. with you. What I, what my point is is what led to him being that way was him not wading into that altercation right there Sean, we we literally we we literally talked about your problem with vancouver doing shit like this deciding when a dive is appropriate and when it's not when uh when they hit when to give a guy a little extra sauce and when it's not no no no. vancouver i was talking about how dirty they are i I know i know i know and then they the media goes hold hold on second then sean don't attack me i'm just i'm letting you know what you're doing right now as a friend of friend (laughs) <laughs> you had a big problem with the Vancouver media sitting there saying, again, as you just said, they're a very dirty team. And then they come out, and when someone does something to them, you're just like, oh, you're not allowed to do it like that, which is, again, a Montreal thing. Watch that Jack Edwards speech after we knocked uh, Montreal in the playoffs, where he says Montreal sits up there in their uh, in their thrones, primping themselves in their hand mirrors, deciding when it's appropriate to take a dive and when it's not appropriate to take a dive, and they've somehow anointed them the, the gods. And then he he said, you know, there was a rough group of guys in Boston who decided they were sick of hearing king, the king across the water tell them what to do. So they went down there and they dumped his tea in the harbor. 
that's that's kind of what you're doing right now. You're turning into the Montreal, <laughs> tripping yourself in your hand mirror with your hand and your hair product. As as Brad pointed out, you got weird fingers, so there's uh, <laughs> odd lines. <laughs> you got like one of those Simpsons hands, so it's, you know it's. You can't. You can't just like Mister Burns combed your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Actually, I think I think I think Mister Smithers is more Sean. Yeah, after all the mouth talk. Listen, I just think that the, the goon needs to come back. You need a goon position. These skill teams, like the least, do not. Uh, that, that, that's, that. that's fine, but you cannot. You cannot do the whole thing where you're deciding when it's okay to do something. When no, it's no, he was defenseless. Period. Okay. Period. No. That's an opinion. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. It's an no, opinion. It's if we, we're not talking about a blindsided hit, which even even half of those now, what happened when they made that rule, the checking from behind thing? Every player started all of a sudden whipping their back around, showing the back to the guy that's about the cream. Is that what Wayne Gretzky did with Gary Suter? I don't think so. What are you talking about? The rule wasn't was that? there, though. That's what right. That? You're talking about 1982. Like no, We're talking it, about it, right now. Whatever they got a Literally. rule now, they got a fucking that, rule now. That play is old enough to drink. <laughs> Dude, that, no, that play is old enough to run for president. Uh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, that's even better. I'm old just enough to run for know, president. Just letting you know, there are some boneheaded like like Tom Wilson. Sure, Dude, Todd Bertuzzi. If you're talking about Todd Bertuzzi, oh, Todd Bertuzzi, that was the most hateful thing I've ever seen. That's that, that was heinous. I would not argue that whatsoever. hundred percent. And again, Tar- you, there's an argument there with the whole thing where Tarbert was just like, "Hey, turn around, buddy," and the guy happened to you know fall back. You no, know no, what I mean? No, like, no, 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 no. no, no. He drove the- him into John, the ice, breaking his you've neck. You've all seen the video. Yes. Calm down. He pulled the guy down from behind. It might have been like a forward. hey, I'm, I'm at- forward, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He drew him down from behind. Might have been like you're trying to manipulate the body, which you do all the time in hockey, and shit. That shit happens on blades. Yeah. You're on skates. Yeah, you're on skate. You run around on ice and on razor blades. So that guy made it a social agreement with everyone in the league that hey, I potentially might end up in a fucking wheelchair playing this sport. Then I'm getting paid millions of dollars to do. That's a game that kids usually have to play money to you know to play. It's part of the agreement. So no one, no one on the ice is defenseless though. At any point, yeah, it's it's really hard to have that Good conversation. Point, I like you have to defend yourself. That's the thing. There has to be some but personal Tom responsibility. Wilson is definitely yourself. a beast. He's definitely violent. He's, he's a piece yeah. of shit. And if he was on my team, I'd have his sweater three times over. Yeah. You know, but I would. Me, I'd be wearing the shit if out. He was of my teammate. Year. I'd buy him Popeyes every week. <laughs> Hell yeah! None of that Queen the yeah. Vicky's chicken, whatever you drink. You just, Mary Browns, Mary Browns, whatever the fuck you call it. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, kids. Oh, yeah. With that, hey, uh, Mother's Day weekend. So happy Mother's Day to all the uh, moms in everyone's lives. The moms. You got yeah. one, give her a hug. If not, spread some love. Uh, episode 10, season two in the books. Thanks to Reed. Son, always a pleasure. Happy to be here. Happy so to have you back, kids. Brad. It means a lot. Yeah, happy to be here. Okay, till next time, kids. Be good or be good at it. Righto. Peace. You've listened to the podcast. But now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week. 
and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls. Joe's, <laughs> Joe's our uh, top shelf. <laughs> well, look, at, really look, at the, look, at, look at you. Look at the animal she's living with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to deal with that crap. Yeah, she's, she's the toughest lady I know. <laughs> remember that remember that lady in Connecticut like 20 years ago her chimpanzee Travis went crazy or Trevor whatever the fuck his name is is she called instead of calling like the National Guard or some shit to shoot that fucking chimp she called her assistant and the assistant got her face ripped off yeah that is a reality for Joanna every day of her life because as chimps get older they get more violent I saw a documentary on this and Sean's way over the fucking so God knows how and he could he could just go nuts at any moment Thank God he only knows Krav Maga, not a real martial art. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, it's even worse. It's Aikido. Is his? That's his. That's his. That's, that's his shit. <laughs> that's his shit. That's that Steven Seagal nonsense. <laughs> God's out training the police force. <laughs> I just I we I call this move the taser. Tickle 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 tickle. <laughs> <laughs> and then he farts farts somewhere near where you're eating. Yep. And then, uh, that's it. So, oh, the best man. way to subdue a subject is to fart at their, their server warrant and fart in their house. I've never met so many crybaby Navy guys. Crybaby, okay. Yeah, like, oh, you farted at the yeah. breakfast table. Oh, it's like... That, that that shit is unforgivable. I don't care <laughs> who the fuck you are, where you're from, that is unforgivable. I don't think you can... I don't even think Canada would back you. <laughs> that, might, that shit might fly in Pakistan or wherever, but... <laughs> Sounds like the new uh, the newest Facebook polls that acceptable to part of the breakfast table. Seems I like think it's already been a poll, but let's let's run it again. We'll, we'll run it. Clearly, we'll he run. didn't learn his lesson. We we'll run it this week. All right, give me a second. We'll talk about UFC. I gotta go pee. Try that shit in Ohio, Sean. <laughs> You're about to be an American. God, he's gonna have so many freaking baseball teams, hockey teams, yeah. football teams. It's gonna be insufferable. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy him a gift card to Fanatics and just let him go nuts. <laughs> We should start a GoFundMe for him. <laughs> Get all the jerseys. John's New Jersey collection. He's like, well, you know, I'm close to the border. Pittsburgh's yeah. just like 60 miles away. So, you know, <laughs> I don't really have a choice. I go into the sandwich shop. They're all Pittsburgh friends. Yeah, so, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> my new friends are all Pittsburgh friends. So I got it. Yeah. I'm simultaneously a Browns fan and a Steelers fan at the same time. It's, just, it's weird, I know, but. Well, you're in the state, so you got to get the Bengals too, and, yeah. and Chicago's pretty much right there. So you know, I'm a Bears fan now too. How do you expect me to survive if I'm not a fan of all these teams? <laughs> I'm, what am I, I'm, I'm supposed to deny myself the pleasures of the world just because of some geographical rule that you you, you guys came up with? I mean, it was cute when they were all lovable losers, but now that they're all winning, <laughs> I'm paying my dues now. I'm getting in at the ground floor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to all that. That's just this is gold. Are you in a hotel right now? I the am. The Hurricanes are really the best team in hockey. I've, uh... <laughs>